This is Betty. I'm the witch from the north. And I'm Lancel, the island witch. And, and you're, you're listening, listening to Rosemary, Rosemary by the Bucketful. Bucket Welcome back to another episode of Rosemary by the Bucketful. Thank you so much for being here today. We are going to be talking uh, about quote unquote bad cards in tarot. So are there bad cards in the tarot? What's your opinion on this? To me, I would say there are not necessarily bad cards that no card is inherently good or bad. I think it's circumstantial and the interpretation of that card matters. Also, I think when we talk about the idea of a bad card, I think the idea of fatalism comes in mind that this has all been like pre-written by some god that it's gonna be fate, that you're gonna be like drinking like a Starbucks Frappuccino at 4.12pm. No, it's definitely not. Tarot isn't gonna tell you that because it isn't fixed. I know like I'm gonna be like really debatey and this is very this is a very opinionated topic because some people do believe in fate but i don't subscribe to that idea also the thing is that being prepared for a storm is so much better than trying to heal the disaster of being unprepared so if you get the tower you're gonna be prepared to deal with shit no i um 100% agree. I am not of the belief that our life is already predetermined or set in stone. I think the choices that we make currently affect um, the future. I think there are many possibilities to the future and the choices that you make in the present day will alter the course of that. And for me, tarot is not a source of a definitive yes or no answer. It's more a source of reflection and guidance from my intuition. So I think maybe we can talk about um, some of the cards that are deemed as bad cards and our perspective or point of view on those cards. Do you want to start us off? Sure. I actually got this card today, the day of recording, and it's the tower. And I think there's like a really big stigma about the tower, especially on social media. That, oh, I got the tower. Everything's going to fall and crumble. Like... I think that partially is true, but it's not really fixed. So what the tower signifies is, so I take the intuitive approach and base my reading on the imagery. I know some people take the Kabbalistic approach. I'm trying to explore that, but I don't, I would say I'm still too beginnery to really take that approach. So let's dissect the imagery. So we have a tower. So it's strong and solid stone. So I imagine a system where you can't really push that system away. So something in the past or present, which you can't really move away from. So we also have fire, which is destroying the tower, the failing of that system. And we also have a crown falling off, which is also failure of a system. I think the first thing that we think of is patriarchy, but it depends on the situation at hand. It also prepares us that garbage fire is gonna break loose and that might be something which is actually good for the person. So I'm gonna bring a real example. Let's say you're 
being attacked by really negative people and you get the tower card for that day you're obviously so the, what the tower says is get rid of that garbage and move on so the tower card might mean that there's failure destruction in one area of your life but at the end of the day it might be more positive i like that example that you gave for me uh the tower signifies upheaval crisis or chaos but it also can signify transformation as lancel said so again going back to my point earlier i think your reading of this card is circumstantial so it's based on the questions that you're asking and looking answers looking to get answers for and what's currently going on in your life um, and i did a post on this on my ig so if you're interested in looking at that you can definitely go and do that shameless plug um, <laughs> but like the card the tower card could not could mean that there's some chaos or destruction that's going to be happening or transformation but that doesn't necessarily mean that it's a bad thing as Lancel said it could be that you know old patterns or limiting beliefs uh, that you've carried with you throughout your life that you know no longer serve you uh, are ready to be cleared out and need to be cleared out otherwise you could face some chaos or negative impacts if you don't change those so this is like a way for you to recognize those patterns and uh, to take that warning and to change what's necessary to be changed in order to move forward and not have those negative impacts also when i talk about imagery i didn't really preface this but i'm pulling specifically from the rider weight tarot so all my interpretations are going to be from that specific deck. I know that the Wild Unknown deck doesn't have some of the imagery in the Rider Waite Smith Tarot. I know that it doesn't have the Yod. So what Yod is, is it's a Hebrew letter that signifies new beginnings. So there might be a destruction or ending of, of one system or situation, but there's at the end of the day going to be a new beginning of something else that might be better and or it might be worse it depends yeah for example let's say you uh, are in a relationship and this relationship um, although it's been going on for a while may not be the healthiest relationship for you to be in and this tower signifies the ending of that relationships and although it is painful it is necessary for you to grow to move on and to let that part of you go in order for you to become who you're meant to be or to reach a goal or a place in your life that you're supposed to be going toward and you wouldn't have been able to achieve that had you stayed in that relationship so that's a, an example of where the tower card although it may be painful reflects something good okay i think we can move on from the tower now okay so another big card death am i gonna die for pulling out a piece of cardboard right um so death a lot of people fear the death card and the devil card and um death specifically because a lot of people fear death they look at it as a negative thing and um although the death card can indeed indicate mortality that's generally not the case um, and again, it's going to be dependent on where it is in the spread if you pull more than one card and how the other cards influence it. But generally, death to me just means, again, letting go of the old and making way for the new. Yes, I totally agree. 
if you're reading the imagery specifically. Um, so it's a skeletal riding on horse. But there's also two towers in the background which um, signify they're on the right, so they signify the future for me. So there might be a new, stronger system. There's also the beginning of a new dawn. So something, something new might begin. Death of one thing, but the beginning of like a new page. Also, the rider has a flag with a rose. If you have these, I think it's the specific original deck. It has the rose at the back. Some decks have the like plaided, plaid. I don't know how to pronounce it. Like plaided blue back. Um, the original deck had the rose in the death card at the back. Um, so what it symbolizes is life. So it might not mean, it doesn't really mean that you're gonna die. Life is gonna go on through hardships. And there's gonna be a new dawning at the end of the day. Right, and I think one of the reasons why this is a card that people are hesitant to pull is because endings are difficult. As I said with the tower, nobody wants especially if you're not mentally prepared for it. Nobody wants um, something to end, whether that be a relationship, a job, a goal, whatever the case may be. Endings are difficult. And so I think that's one of the hesitations when you're pulling the card is having to deal with everything that comes with that ending. That's why tarot, tarot isn't fortune telling, but it helps us through our life and to some extent our future. So being mentally prepared, being financially prepared in some cases. Um, I know that the tower sometimes signifies that in a financial situation that you should start saving up some money to be prepared for chaos or like losing your job. Right. So if you were to pull the death card in relation to my previous example with uh, a relationship, you could take the death card as um, a way to kind of reflect on the relationship and why the ending of this relationship is so difficult and just looking inward for me personally this is how I do it um, and that reflection will help you discover maybe things that you didn't realize as to why you were afraid of this relationship ending and help you heal some of those things so that's kind of where I come from with my approach to reading tarot yeah I take that approach too so um, I think we're going to move on. Um, I think another prominent one, uh, I don't know what you want to discuss, but I have, I wrote six down. Um, we talked about the tower and death. Um, I mentioned the devil at one point. Um, I think that's a common one that people also view as bad. But some of the other common ones are not as common or as obvious to some people would be like the three of swords, for example. <laughs> okay, so... The devil is another card that is looked at in uh, through like a negative lens. When someone pulls it, they think of inherently like evil or yeah, like a bad situation, influences from outside. It could also mean parts of your shadow because um, for me, well, that's what it means for, for me personally. That's what it means in regards to a lot of the see our shadow is parts of ourselves that are repressed and the devil represents those repressed parts of ourselves in that um, these are things that society has pushed away or told you that is not acceptable and I think that the devil is a symbol of that of everything that, that society has deemed unacceptable. <laughs> I take that approach when the card is reversed. For me it 
enslavement mostly to oneself actually what you can see is that the chains aren't like held tightly so they're loose and you can freely run away from that situation or end that situation um, no one's really controlling you it's yourself that's either in a bad job or um, in a bad habit yeah um I think it's, um, it can also mean things like, um, things are starting to bubble below the surface, I feel like. Um, so again, going back to those repressed, um, emotions or ideals that you are holding that are kind of right below the surface that, um, maybe you need to take a look at and heal and deal with before you can move on. And I think that that's, um represented in the devil card and i think that's one of the reasons why people may not be as happy to pull it because it's hard for you to look at yourself and reflect and and say okay what is it that i need to work on or heal um in order to go forward because it's not always the easiest thing and it's not always fun or happy and light you know what i mean like that's heavy stuff yeah obviously some some situations aren't really easy but at the end of the day, it might be for the better. Exactly. At the end of the day, it could be for the greater good. Um, so in that way, again, it's more circumstantial in that, like, if you deal with these things, then you're going to grow and become a better version of yourself. But if you don't deal with these things, you're going to be stuck and stagnant and still going around in that same cycle and not able to break free. So as you said, enslavement, if you don't deal with these things. Um, so the Three of Swords is generally looked at as the most negative card in the Minor Arcana. It's kind of uh, depicts like sorrow, depression, heartache, and grief. Um, generally, you'll see um, for imagery like the heart pierced with three separate swords. And it can also mean difficulty in communication between relationships. Sometimes it can represent infidelity, which is obviously a difficult thing to deal with. The thing about Three of Swords, I find it interesting that a lot of beginners tend to think that you're gonna like break up it doesn't necessarily mean that it could be that there's loss of communication right i know i agree and i think when this card comes up looking at how you are communicating in your life with other people and if there is um holes within your communication or if the communication could be better i think this points to that and that's not necessarily a bad thing. It just means that you need to be more aware of how you're communicating. And maybe you need to change or adapt the way you're communicating to meet someone halfway. I think also an interesting topic about bad cards, quote unquote, is that reversed meanings don't necessarily mean the opposite. I think it's a big thing on social media to say like, oh no, I got the lovers in reversed. But it could also mean self-love. It doesn't necessarily mean disharmony. It being reversed doesn't necessarily mean it's a bad card. Yeah, no, I agree. Me personally, at this point in time, I don't generally read reverse cards. I know that that can be controversial, but that's just me and my personal practice. Um, but I have heard that, um, and I have had others read for me who read the reverse cards, and it is the general consensus is that... Um, it's a negative thing, but as you said, it's not necessarily negative. It's just a different perspective. And for instance, oh, what happens if you pull the tower reversed? Yeah, it's like 
It's obviously gonna depend on the situation and the reader, of course, and also the spread and the question. Because, like, let's take the lovers, for example. You might take it in a certain situation as disharmony, but in another, you might use it as self-love. I know that I'm doing, like, a Venus working, where I use the lovers in reverse, which is generally, like, romantic love between two people. You can totally reverse that and use it as self-love. Absolutely, yeah. All right, I like that example that you gave, and I think that that's a great way to look at it as well. Um, but again, I think with reverse cards, it, it just comes down to, as we said before, um, how it's being read in the spread, if you're doing a spread, and what surrounds it. Um, so those are things to, to keep in consideration when you pull a reverse card, if you're going to read a reverse card. And sometimes, like, it depends on the deck as well and the artist, because if you're looking at certain decks, um, it could be different interpretations. Like, yeah, um, I just per uh, recently purchased the Modern Witch deck, um, and looking through the little book that it comes with, the descriptions are fairly basic, and I didn't notice any descriptions for reverse cards, whereas... If we're looking at the Ride Rider Smith card, or deck, sorry, um, they will re uh, include reversed cards. And there's actually a book by um, Rachel Pollock, I believe is the author, 78 Degrees of Wisdom. And she includes in-depth descriptions on reverse cards. So again, I think it goes along with the deck that you have and the artist or author uh, of the book or deck. You mentioned 78 Degrees. 78 degrees of wisdom. So I'm also going to talk about A.E. Waits' pictorial key to the tarot. You can actually find the legal PDF free. And if you remind me, I think I can link it down below. It's in the Hermetic Library. So my takeaway from this is that no card is inherently good or bad. That uh, the card that you pull is circumstantial of one where you're at currently in your life, and two, what other cards are in the spread influencing that card. I also totally agree. I see tarot as a way of advice rather than set in stone fortune telling. Also, I agree with what you said. There's no bad cards. It's just advice. So yeah, a bad card can be a way of preventing a bad situation from happening. All right, so... Thank you so much for tuning into this episode. We really hope that you enjoyed our take on uh, quote unquote bad tarot cards. And um, if you'd like to find me on social media, I'm Betty and I'm known as the Witch from the North on Instagram and YouTube. And I'm Lancel the Island Witch on Instagram, Lancel D at Twitter, that's the H-E, and follow our page because we're going to start posting really fun stuff. And most likely bloopers of me pretending to be like those weird welcome message things on telephones. <laughs> and you can find our page on Instagram at Rosemary by the Bucketful podcast. Mm -hmm.